Welcome to the podcast, Seattle Real Estate, a resource for people looking to buy and sell real estate in Seattle. I'm your host, Mark Chavez. For the next few minutes, join me and my assistant, Joanna, as we share tips on how to become a savvy real estate consumer. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining me in today's podcast. Um, today, I'm going to be focusing on the different home types that are out there and kind of really d- d- distinguishing the difference between one and the other. So um, Joanna's not joining me today. Um, she's actually doing my audio. So while well, I kind of go through this list, but um, here, let's just kind of get started. So we're going to be talking about single family homes, condominiums, townhomes, and then co-ops, which are not very common here in Seattle, but I still wanted to talk about them. So the difference between all of these and what are the character, well, I guess, what are the characteristics of each one of these and really what they differ, especially when you get into the townhomes, the co-ops and the condominiums, because the single family homes really stands out from everything else. So single family home is detached uh, property from another property. So it's standalone. You own the structure and you own the land. You have full ownership and use of the land. Um, the owner of a single family home is responsible for all of the expenses, interior and exterior, and they are also responsible for all of the taxes. The next one is condominiums. So most commonly recognized I guess most people refer to them as, you know, you kind of own your apartment. So they are typically um, in a multi-level building, even if it's two floors, it's still multi-level and you own your unit and the condos typically are, are, are one level. There are some other condominium structures that may be single family homes um, or there are, there are multi-level condominiums, but for the most part, you're really just seeing um, condominiums that kind of look like apartments. Um, in a condominium, you own the walls in. Um, in some cases, uh, there may be a community amenities like swimming pools, parks, uh, playgrounds, uh, clubhouse, a gym. Um, everybody has to pay a monthly HOA due. And those dues cover all the expenses and the maintenance of all of the common areas and typically include the envelope of the building so they cover the expenses of the siding and the roof um, you know from the buildings as well the other thing with condominiums is condos can potentially well potentially uh, can have an additional assessment for expenses that may come up that are already not programmed and where they don't have enough reserves or to build up reserves. So when you are going to go buy a condominium, I always tell my clients, um, you're also buying into a business whether you like it or not. Um, You're not required to go to the homeowner meetings, but um, you should stay informed of the finances and how they're making those decisions because if um, repairs, uh, maintenance that need to be done to the property and the exterior is deferred, and then there's additional damage that's done and they don't have enough money to cover the expenses. Um, that's typically when they do an assessment um, of what the cost is gonna be and they assess every unit and everybody has to make that uh, contribution. In a condominium, um, it's one of the most affordable ways to get into the housing market uh, with financing and in terms of price. Um, each owner does pay property taxes on their unit. And like I said before, the exteriors are typically covered by the HOAs. 
in terms of townhouses, uh, there's single family, um, they're single story. Um, a lot of times you're really seeing multi-level units uh, where in, what we're seeing in your construction here is with the garages in the bottom, you got an entry. Sometimes there's a uh, bathroom and bedroom downstairs. And then the building is built up. So you will own all of the floors. And, you know, the newer construction now has um, rooftop decks. But they do have an adjoining wall to the neighbor. So you might have a neighbor on both sides or, you know, you might have one of the end units where there is a neighbor only on one side. But it is uh, connected to another uh, to another unit. Um, the owners own their unit and they own the land. Um, any common areas, just like condominium, are owned jointly. And all of the repairs uh, to maintain those common areas are paid by the, um, uh, the monthly dues uh, for the HOA. Um, each owner pays for their taxes. Uh, depending on how the HOA has been set up, uh, the HOA dues or the HOA may cover the exterior or the envelope of the building as well. So just be careful when you are looking to buy it to a townhouse uh, that you do review the um, uh, the HOA documents, the resale certificate, the uh, you know to review the finances, uh, to also get a clear understanding as to what the HOA dues cover. Um, the last one that I want to talk about is co-ops. So those are very, very different. You see a lot of those in the East Coast. You don't see them very common here. I believe that there might be like two, probably under 10 co-ops here in Seattle. There's two companies that uh, um, do lending. So you do require a specific and a special lender to be able to buy into a co-op. And this is why. A co-op, the ownership of the co-op, so well, the building, the structure, the whole bit is owned by a company. Each person buying into that co-op is buying shares of that company. And then each owner of the unit has a lease for their unit to the corporation, which owns the co-op. And that lease is uh, indefinite, you know, as long as the corporation exists for the co-op. Taxes are paid by their corporation. So you don't necessarily get those tax benefits because you are not paying them. All repairs are shared by shareholders, which are the owners. So that's the big difference. So we're really talking about in a co-op that it is a corporation that you are buying into and you are considered a shareholder. Uh, to buy into a co-op, this is one of the other things that, you know, there is some controversy you know, about you know, how this works, how fair it is, but the HOA board must approve your application and many times it includes an interview. So um, if uh, you do well in the interview and they review your finances and everything looks good, they will approve it and then you can move forward. If there's something that really doesn't seem um, that aligns with what they're looking for, there are some concerns, uh, they can deny uh, your application uh, to buy it. Um, and again, it's special financing that is required for this. So um, I know like here in Capitol Hill, you can get to live in Capitol Hill if that's something that you want and go through a co-op option, which uh, will get you to live in Capitol Hill for a purchase price that it's a lot less expensive than a condominium, um, more expensive than a townhome and incredibly inexpensive compared to the houses there. So if you have any questions or anything, uh, Hopefully you found this useful. 
Um, please reach out for any questions. Please follow me on Facebook, Instagram. Um, go to my webpage. It's Mark Chavez Realty. And if you have any questions, please, you can always text me. My number is 206-960-6275. Hope you found this useful and thank you for tuning in.